Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 154, episode 4 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Fox News, fuck fuck Rush Limbaugh, fuck Ben Shapiro, fuck Tucker Carlson, fuck Fondant. It's Thursday. I guess we should also add, like, it's the place where we track the president's psychosis uh, over the past couple weeks. That's kind of where we're at. Take a little trip with us. mm -hmm. It's Thursday, October 8th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for Gene Wilder. That is courtesy of Christy (laughs) Yamaguchi, man. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Kusama once told me she was gonna roll me a blunt that I could get really fucked up with. She was looking kind of numb with her finger and her thumb on either side of her noses. Okay, so shout out to my other AK when I'm your boy Kusama, experimental black and artist. And shout out to FL Skygeist on the uh, Discord with the AKA and title submit. I was like, I'm not really on the Twitter or Instagram, you know, uh, in self-preservation mode. And thank you to everyone being like, yo, you just check out the, the, the Discord. There's just people just throw them up there. You don't have to see like uh, alt like alt right memes and all kinds of weird spooky shit. So uh, shout out to y'all for that. You have alt right memes in your menchies? No, not always. Oh, okay. But you know, right. you you encounter them on the on social media frequently. Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. when you follow when you follow the right uh, accounts. I've got a very uh, itchy mute finger. Uh, I, I mute the hell out of people. So. Have a very artificial environment on, on Twitter. So, um, <laughs> anyway, I make it look like so. It, I make it look like it's 1993, based exactly. on exactly. Like, oh, it's really cool. <laughs> it's be cool. Uh, anyways, gang, get ready for a frontal lambertomy because we've got. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by the hilarious, the talented Molly Lambert. What's up, what's up, what's up? What up? Oh. You guys ready to get your your faces off? Oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> fully. Face Good. off. Uh, Molly, how, what's new, I guess, is what we're oh, saying. Oh, you know, uh, was on, Sky was on fire, and uh, now the air's kind of bad, and hanging uh-huh. out inside, just got to make podcasts. Yeah, yeah, got to yeah. make them casts, got to cast them pods. What's the latest going on on Night Call, over on Night Call? Over on Night Call, we've been talking about The Vow a lot, the Nexium mm. documentary. Oh, yeah. And uh, we've been taking some great calls about the New Age to QAnon pipeline, which is oh, when, shit. Uh, you, you know, yoga ladies, yoga and wellness people uh, start getting into, like, anti-vaxxing, and then it's just a hop, skip, and a jump to QAnon. Wow, that make wow interesting. It's happening. I didn't. I didn't realize what a nice pair that was together. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. they pair so nicely together. Very oaky, an oaky finish. Spooky. Very spooky. Spooky. Oaky as in Oklahoma, and oaky (laughs) as in uh, tree hugger. They they pair well Uh, together. Uh, All right, Molly, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we are. We just have a section on our uh, doc now called "What the fuck was that?" Uh, continued. 
Uh, we're just going to check in with what the president is up to. He's apparently still struggling to breathe, according to White House aides, not according to his doctors, who say that he has uh, not shown even the slightest symptom of COVID in the past 24 hours. We are going to check in with some psychiatrists uh, who believe that the president meets the criteria for being locked away. Uh, we are going to uh, check in with the side effects of the steroids because we were we were even doubting ourselves. We were like, wait, steroids? That that sounds like the side effects of the like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like bodybuilder steroids. Hey, uh, don't, didn't take steroids, you idiot. <laughs> That's right. My bad, uh, Arnold. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I so we did a little stuff. bit of a deep dive into the actual side effects of the cortical steroids that the president is on. It is what we thought it was. Uh, we are going to check in with what the president is saying about economic relief for uh, the country. Or uh, not Mar saying. Or not saying. Uh, we're going to talk about Martha McSally. We're going to talk that how QAnon is interpreting the president's diagnosis. Uh, we're going to talk about Dogface 420, all of that, plenty more. But first, Molly, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Uh, I'll just uh, be straight with you guys. I was looking up stuff about the Unabomber last night. Mm -hmm. Hey. Watched a documentary. With that. What's Watched the documentary a, called? It's called The Unabomber in His Own Words. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. That one, it's, that one. It, it's is from good? like t 2018. Yeah, it is super good and super interesting, and uh, in a way, very timely about environmental issues. So, look it nice. up. Give it a look up. Not what, endorsing. What? Not endorsing bombing. No, but endorsing documentaries. <laughs> yes. Especially yes, not yes, endorsing yes. those bombings, because I mean, the guy <laughs> builds a shit bomb. But man, his manifesto. What, what a vision for the future, huh? <laughs> Check it out. Just going I mean, deep on like ecofascism and its uh, corollary. It's good corollary. Uh -huh. He and and he has the supervillain origin story that is like mind blowing. Um, it's truly it, his story is one of the most amazing stories. That's. Uh, I, I've always been obsessed with uh, Ted Kaczynski. That's why at Cracked, our version of like the Twitter egg where you don't have, where you haven't posted a picture of yourself was the Unibobber sketch <laughs> for most of the history of the site, I think. Looks, uh, like, ev looks like every guy. <laughs> exactly. So iconic. Did they, did they do enough like sketches, like sketch comedy about the Unabomber sketch, like who that guy was? That feels like it would have like that gave you hours of terrible sketch comedy <laughs> of like a dude who was like, "I'm just a skate, I'm just a roller skater, man," uh, and they got me mixed <laughs> up, and like this is yes, my little my my S curl got I don't know how this became uh, the face of of terror. I'm just a, a peace loving roller skater. I don't know. I this I I, I I always get the biggest kick looking at at that sketch. I mean, it's very like a very blandly handsome man rocking a hoodie well before it's time. Uh, and then like aviators and a mustache. Like those are all things that uh, are mostly cool now. I just so. love police sketches in general. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> they're so good. I just want that job. Yeah. Who was the person that I'm? Is there any background on like the person that gave the description that led to that sketch? Like how we ended up with that sketch? 
Yeah, it was somebody who saw one of the bombs being deposited. It was like in the parking lot of a electronics store or something. Yeah, mostly okay. targeted academics, but some just like people who are making technology. And so it was like not the guy who who picked up the bomb and got fucked up by it, but a different person working at that store or that office or whatever who saw somebody in the parking lot like shortly beforehand. Right. Wow. Okay. Mm. I'm just saying, rewatch Terminator 2. You know, the way they're going back in, back in time to take out uh, the people who are going to build the destruction of our future. No, I'm, I should not be that sympathetic <laughs> to the Unabomber. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You're like, yo, dude, sorry. he's like, he's like a Terminator if you really think about it, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to stop Connor. talking about the Unabomber because I. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ooh. Brought that energy uh, in. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've been Lambertomized. Uh, <laughs> is that is that a thing? You should you should maybe trademark that. You just that's made it up. Lambertomized. The... Yeah, yeah. That's my that's going to be my shock jock show. Hell yeah. Dude, just sipping Lambrusco. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is overrated, Molly? Overrated. Uh. God, I should have thought about this more because I knew I was coming on and I thought of my underrated first. Uh, you want to do underrated first? Let's do that. Underrated, I'm going to say clean air. All I think uh, about right now is uh, breathing in some some good old clean air that uh, mm-hmm. doesn't hit the uh, AQI in the in the bad zone. Oh, my God. I was talking to somebody uh, and I, they were talking about where they went. And the first thing I said was, what was the AQI over there? What was it like? <laughs> and they said that shit was a 10. Oh, yeah. my God. And I was like, you motherfucker. Please. <laughs> I'm over That's here just taking like a bad, bomb bad rips allergy of death. Yeah. No, yeah. totally. And uh, we got a call from Australia on night call that was really uh-huh. great from somebody about AQI being like it's a lot of it's bullshit. A lot of the AQI monitors are averaging things, and so they're not accurate. Got it. They said the one to use is Purple Air, which is the one I have been using because it's like to the minute tells you what the AQI is. But oh, it was nice. also great because they were Australian, so they were like Purple Air. Purple. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I get on purple air. He's purple air. <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna say overrated uh, binge watching. I'm so fucking tired of binge watching. And is that because you've been doing a lot of it, or because you've just seen the side effects take over? I'd say both. I think when we first were like, "Oh, we're gonna be inside a lot," it was like, "Well, fine, we'll just watch lots of stuff." And now I'm just like, I just want to go crawl around on the ground and like touch touch the earth you know yeah <laughs> yeah just get back in touch is yeah. the uh how how long did it take before did you immediately feel like binge watching wasn't going to work or did you really give it a go and then you're like oh, no, shit, oh i gave it a go i mean i'm i'm watching so much stuff still right right but it's like i'll reach a point where it has no effect anymore you know yeah it's like chain smoking it's just like Oh, it's never going to feel as good as that first one. You're just trying to get something back. <laughs> right. You can't just chasing get. the dragon. Yeah. Which, have you thought, like, as a kid, right? Like, I remember always being told, like, you cannot watch all this TV. Like, you know, it's fucking you up. Get the fuck, like, oh, yeah. limit it. And then I feel like that sort of lack of access to wanting to watch TV when I wanted, however I wanted, 
gave way probably to like our generation like starting to binge watch because almost like oh yeah my mom oh i'm not gonna watch an entire fucking season of a show sitting down watch this shit mom oh totally Uh, i was not allowed to have a tv in my room uh i like moved into a room my brother and i shared a room and then when we split split up rooms it was like one of us was going to move into a room that had a tv in it but if it was me they were going to take it away but then my brother (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't be trusted couldn't be trusted my brother moved in that room and they were like oh he can have the tv because he's got self-control with it he's not going to stay up all night watching tv uh, they're right. They were totally yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes the, on them. We I all... mean, it's also, it's not necessarily like fully our fault. They've also like engineered. I mean, there's just been more opportunities to like create TV shows and see what succeeds. Like when you look back at like 80s TV, it's pretty bad. And now they're making better TV and they're also, they've combined it with the data that technology gives us I'm, so they I'm know gonna like say, what's... I'm going to say TV is always the same ratio of good to bad cuz yeah, I feel like it's maybe just there's more of it. Yeah, like maybe there's slightly more good stuff now but there's so much more bad stuff too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. There's still just as many uh grifters who own production companies who are like Yeah, it's just like crazy. The, yeah, <laughs> like so in the much 80s content. the 80s there was only like 12 cokeheads you needed to know to get a TV show. <laughs> right. And now there's like 3,000 of them. So this is fucking, there are many ways the filter has begun. There's not as much uh, fine mesh that we're using to process our ideas anymore. Yeah. But you're still, we're, we're better now. We have better technology for finding the really addictive shows. And we're like, oh man, it's so addictive. You got to check it out because I we think... just want time to pass because yeah, but I... we are in an existential crisis of late capitalism. I know, but I think what Miles is saying is like you would have had the same experience just like mainlining a bunch of ALF, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you We've had the like... opportunity to watch all of ALF and see how ALF Ooh. resolves. Right. Um, but or I mean, small at the wonder, time, like, I would watch that. Like, Comedies are or uh, sitcoms were the most popular thing, and those are n- inherently like they resolve the conflict and go back reset at the end of every episode, right? Whereas it's now, two part very special episode. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That would always fuck you up when like there was no respect in syndication, and they would play a two parter and only play like part two out of nowhere or yep. part one, but not part two to follow. I'm like, what the fuck? Those KTLA? were. Invented by Cheers, I found out. Cheers invented two-part episodes, and they were like, they sorry, sorry, y'all, for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> because of what Miles said, because they don't go right. together in syndication usually. Huh. Yeah. I hate to see it. See those really shot Mr. Burns episodes out of order? You never find out? Oh, my God. No, you can't do that. It's funny, because we were just talking about Mr. Burns yesterday. Mr. Burns, man, he's... Between the Spruce Goose uh, reference of Trump trying to get in his SUV ride with the Secret Service or even with his dexamethasone becoming like Mr. Burns longevity shots when they thought he was the alien. Uh, There's big Burns energy right now. Yeah. I mean, we have so much so many fictional characters. Those are like Greek gods where they the really, uh, you know, lasting ones are the are the things that really like connect with our collective unconscious. And Mr. Burns, I think, is. Is our Zeus, um, you know, just an unkillable, uh, uber greedy uh, billionaire? 
That goes against my theory that I've always had, which is that the Clintons are are Zeus and Hera. The Clintons. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh huh. I can. You know I can how the Greek that. myths are always like, oh, Zeus is like fucking around, and then his wife finds out and <laughs> right. turns somebody into a swan. <laughs> right. Yeah. But also, yeah. like, sh- you know, They're like, no, I wasn't. If I was, why would I transform them right now out of anger? It's like that's not a good defense. That's right. <laughs> Just like playing pranks on people. Yeah. Goofs. <laughs> Finally, Molly, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false or vice versa? A myth is that the McDonald's ice cream machine will be working when you go there. <laughs> when you try to go working. get Yeah, when you try to go get the Jay Balvin meal. Uh <laughs> follow up is on the Travis. Jay? Yeah. There's no Jay. Yeah. No, are you uh, for real? Yeah, you they I missed follow- that trending, dude. They yeah. followed up oh. on the the Cactus Jack meal, the Travis Scott meal, which is just a bacon cheeseburger with a Sprite and fries. Now you can get the J Balvin meal, which I believe which is, is actually just like, a deal. It's I like think. a Big Mac, an Oreo McFlurry and fries. Yeah, you get a oh. you get an Oreo McFlurry instead of the drink for the same price. That's but it's a myth because that ice cream machine is not <laughs> going to be working when has you grab never it. worked. Yeah. There's like theoretically you could I, get this, but I just love that instead of doing anything actually interesting or good, they're just like, we're gonna get a bunch of famous people to tell us their McDonald's order and then we're just gonna sell that as a celebrity order. I mean What would your guys uh what would the, the Zeitgeist meal be? So I oh. would say the all right, it would definitely be a negotiation because Miles and I don't have exactly the same taste in things such as fries. He is a uh, he likes a fry soft dunness. mushy fry. Uh, I'm I am a mush a, boy. He's a mush boy. <laughs> I like my fries nice and crispy. So I would I would give you sandwich Miles if you would allow me to make the fries well done. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, you're, now what's wait, the you're sandwich? that insistent on the fry. But you the can't fries really is order... the thing that I care about. In but you can't McDonald's. order fries like a fry wellness at McDonald's, can you? Yeah, you can. You can? Yeah. Okay, well, I got to go. I got to go to McDonald's then. You can order the new Shit. batch of fries too. Or yeah, wait. you know, okay, if it was a sandwich. Yo, I, you know, I, I'm, you know me, I'm nasty. I like fish where I wear this Subway tuna. I love <laughs> filet a filet fish. fish, baby. You know what I mean? So I think, or a McSurf and Turf. Actually, that's what it would be. It would be the double quarter pounder with the filet fish patty in between. And then you and can that put shit. it. Yeah, yeah. And then you can firmly uh, disrupt everybody on your commute. Uh, that would be too that. hard just, for the, we're, we're giving the workers too much work. So maybe. Okay, then it would just be a double quarter pounder and the fillet of fish, and then the people can do it them themselves. Yeah, if it is, then it's like me because I'm high, so it's not just gonna be one sandwich. So it's gonna be like a <laughs> fillet of fish and ten spicy nuggets. Boom. Yeah, spicy, nuggets, spicy nuggets are good. Yeah, that's what we're yeah. hearing. It's and word oh, from the front line. But also the thing where you just get the the ice cream, or you just get a McFlurry plain with the apple pie, and sometimes they'll blend that shit in there for you if if you know somebody that works there. Because we used to have, you know, back in the day when your boys were working at the, the drive through, yo, blend the apple pie up. Woo! In Otherwise, if McFlurry. not, just yeah, or just get the McFlurry shit and go home and just fucking stab the shit out of it in the cup and eat that shit. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Ooh wee. Put it in the have air. You, I've never order. gotten a McFlurry without asking for extra of whatever the fixing is. I, I always, because I'm a fancy boy, I'll, I'll spend that extra yeah. money. I just want a little okay. extra filling. 
Um, little ain't nothing for the flextras. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. You How about the, you? What the would the Lambert of me? The lamb, the Lambert of me. Um, just like a hundred McNuggets. Right, and uh, replace those fries with more McNuggets. And yeah, maybe of like drink, that. Maybe like nuggets. the apple slices, just for like extra chaos energy. <laughs> That's my favorite form of bargaining. When you go to McDonald's, you get the wild ass seven thousand calorie order, and like into drink, you're like, "Let me get the Dasani water." <laughs> like that isn't doing anything. The Dasani will actually. Oh, do, I will be worse say though. I probably wouldn't pick McDonald's if it, if this were really like the Molly Lambert fast food endorsement. I would want yeah. like Del, a Del Taco meal. A Del Taco. I thought you were going to yeah. Taco Bell. Wow. No, Del Taco. Fuck Taco Bell. And they have the weirdest novelty <sighs> things at Del Taco lately. Just like they add the weirdest extras. I feel like in the arms race of fast food, like Jack in the Box and the other kind of non McDonald's ones add all kinds of weird. Right. Bonus yeah, items. Like butter. Try- yeah. Uh, but they had this thing at Del Taco that was essentially boba, soda boba. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. And it worked? Oh, my God. It was called Poppers. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> yes. Wow. Not what was, even what did the drive through look like? Did it loosen your asshole? When premier- <laughs> <laughs> relax it, it- that. It came. It comes in two flavors, and one of them is like Sprite with cherry boba. So it's wow. like oh, turns into wow. a cherry Sprite as you drink the boba, and the little cherry bobas pop in the soda. It was so good. Damn. Yeah, I mean, if we could go cross-platform uh, meals, like my side would definitely be two Jack in the Box tacos. Might be my favorite fast food item. Oh, I was just going to say, like, it just writes itself. The Jack O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, yeah. the Jack Tacos. The Jack O the Box. If you could go super local, like, to the point where it wasn't a fast food chain, where you just go, no, this is literally me. This is my order. You've never heard of this place, but this is how the fuck I get down. What would that be then? Oof. I mean, mine would be Mac and Mancos, Jersey Shore, pizza, just a cheese slice. Wow. Yeah. That's too hard of a question, Miles. What's yeah, your answer? I mean, this could be an, an okay. entire podcast. Is an that entire like... yeah, we're just going, hey, what would your order be? <laughs> well, it'd just be like like 50 minutes of me and Miles talking about like what's the ideal Henry's tacos order. Right, right. Oh my god. Pre-move Henry's. Pre-move Henry's. Pre-move. Oh uh, yeah, it just what didn't hit the same. Yeah. I think the one thing would be uh I, I would be like something about Zanku. You know, I gotta get my chicken tartar oh, wraps. Yeah. Two chicken tartar wraps. You know, that's that's Miles yeah. right there. Oh man! Anyway, I loved, we loved digress. To, yeah, endorsing. We do digress. Yeah. That's kind of what we do for a living. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, we've just had a exhibit A that the secret works. Uh, as we were talking about Henry's tacos. DJ Daniel's roommate was like, yo, I'm hitting Henry's Tacos. Want me to pick you up anything? That's wild. Wild. Uh, we, got, we got the magic. Yeah. So join our cult, uh, won't you? All right. Uh, let's uh, do what the fuck was that part 7,000. President Donald Trump is apparently struggling to breathe, but not admitting that. 
So just like being a big tough guy while not being really able to breathe. Uh, his aides are speculating that part of the reason that he immediately removed his face mask was because he doesn't seem uh, like he's breathing so well. And so they he needed to get better oxygen coming to his face. That What a... Well, that's the phase they're at right now. Like the the leaks are basically them talking shit about him's like bad health. They're like, honestly, that fool took the mask off because he was sucking mad air. Honestly, right. so whatever. Yeah. But can you can we do this anonymously? Thanks. Right. Um, there used is... to be like grave concern for the ability to breathe. Now it's like, nah, dude, he's fooling. He's fucking around. That's all yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Um. There's a. Yale psychiatrist who thinks that he should be committed. Um, she says that sociopathy is dangerous in part because out of envy of other human beings for having human characteristics, it actively desires people to suffer and die. Um, and so the idea is that the thing she saw, I think, in this latest round of you know irrational... Um, terrifying behavior was that he seemed to really get a kick out of putting people's lives in danger when he like took off his mask and was like, you know, giving recommendations that are counter the, uh, you know, health advice of actual doctors and scientists. He seems to physically be getting like a, a charge out of that. The man is a troll. Yeah. Has anyone talked about his new accent? Am I the only one that can't get over his like speaking style from that weird balcony video? Is it more accented, like deeper New York accent? It's just weird. It's just like it's not. It's this. It's like he's feels he's playing a character. It feels like he's acting or something. He's he's like his pronunciation of certain words is, uh, strikes me as different. He's doing an impression of the Alec Baldwin impression of himself. <laughs> uh, which is be. the greatest impression we still agree he alec baldwin totally nailing it uh thank he's god he's like what do i sound like oh yeah alec baldwin <laughs> things we know about him is he's never gotten drunk or even had a drink i think and Trump? so yeah really yeah he's a teetotaler yeah really yeah just like I think... uh just like w well, W was was a dry uh, drunk. Is like, a dry drunk or a, you know recovered a recovered alcoholic. I think Trump was never any like just it never interested him. Do you think which, that's just because he hates losing control? I think he also saw his brother drink himself to death and was like, I don't want to do that. But then, yeah, the, the I think there's the control aspect of it, and also he's it's not like a moral thing because he also has been. Uh, blowing rails of Adderall for <laughs> since the eighties. Yeah, uh, I mean, so that's uh, what I have always thought was he he gives off like speed freak vibes. And yeah, for sure. Similar to the Nazis who were all blowing rails of speed constantly, yeah. like that is a thing that will make you not have empathy. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, tr uh, Hitler was also very anti intoxicants up until the end when he are getting really into uh, speed and then heroin combinations. Uh, Andy but, was a vegetarian, as yeah. people love to point out. I mean, there's a lot of like animal rights racists. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, as you talked about the the pipeline. From yeah, uh, that's a big part of the pipeline. QAnon. They're like, um, oh, we got to save the children by <laughs> killing everyone else. 
Yeah, so I, I the reason I bring up his teetotaling is that I, I do think that for somebody like that who's in their 70s and only has really uh, experience with intoxicants that like take them up a notch, something like the side effects from these steroids might be, you know, hitting a little bit different, might be uh, causing uh, accent changes. You think he's getting loopy? Oh, yeah, he seems loopy. He seems slightly loopy to me. And guys, don't he, yeah. don't quote me on this, but this guy seems a little loopy. <laughs> I, don't you, I don't know if you've seen these clips. He looks like a dude who has just like maybe, uh, you know, like in Star Trek when they beam you down or beam you up somewhere from the first. He looks like a dude who just got beamed down for the first time. He's still kind of dealing with like the trip of that. He's like, whoa, okay, okay, I'm here. Right. Yep, that happened. All right. You're, you're good, Donald. That was a little trippy, but you're gonna get through this. Like he's still, it feels like a process of finding his feet, but also trying to assert that his feet are firmly on the ground. So it just makes for this very like off balanced uh, performance. And yeah, the the it, it's quite a performance. Yeah, we had a listener write in and say they thought we were mixing up like the type of steroids he was on, and that we were just like confusing the cortical steroids with anabolic steroids and it's actually like they that's what i thought too i was like wait the like medical steroids don't make you into like a roid raging <laughs> you know uh person but he like apparently this specific steroid like people have been writing about it uh it's called dexamethasone and like people were writing about how they were prescribed it for hearing loss and they're like i remember feeling just like trump for the first few days better than i'd ever felt in my life but there were several important differences between me and trump i was not in charge of the free world my worst decision was uh eating five bowls of cereal in front of the refrigerator at 3 a.m which by the way he did the one of the things that his doctor pointed to to be like he's back baby was that he ate like five plates of dinner in the hospital <laughs> They were like, he's a hungry boy. Um, he just like housed like five dinners all at once. Why are they treating him like a fucking newborn panda? Why is that like the standard <laughs> for how well this fool is doing? Oh, he ate like five Mexi melts and uh, and 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 down to two liter of Mountain Dew. You should have seen him. It, yeah. uh, ee, boy. And in the Mayo even... Clinic, just real quick before we move on from the side effects, the Mayo Clinic says, although disturbances of mood, cognition, sleep, and behavior, as well as frank delirium, they keep calling it frank delirium, which is, I guess, like just straight up and down. Nobody's, no, even even yeah. the most sober-eyed person is like, that is delirium, uh, or even psychosis are possible. The most common adverse effects of short-term corticosteroid therapy are euphoria and hippomania which is not related to being a hungry hungry hippo but just it's basically Maybe another hypo. word for yeah it's hypomania and it's just another word for being euphoric yeah so that's just all worth keeping in mind as we view the president's long tweet storms just, about how I everything think... is love and how he's gonna win and how none of none of the polls are telling the truth Right. Or just even like how on one hand, right, aides are like, yo, this dude is struggling to have breaths. And then you get these other reports where they're saying like all his vitals are fantastic. 
it's everything is normal. Even to, to have this happening, like regardless of what the medications are doing, like this should be just such a larger issue rather than being like, yo, shut the fuck up, man. He's burning up on re-entry, but like we can't <laughs> fucking say anything because if he learns that, ah, like it's, it's just, it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. And like, it's it doesn't matter. Bad. Like when you, when you're just, when you're playing secrets, like a poker hand with somebody, the state of their health, because either like it, it does affect how the country's run on some level. Uh, it's yeah. It's, it's just, it's super spooky. October. America is going to shit itself to death on the toilet like Elvis because we're going to die from VIP syndrome of like doctors not being able to tell famous, big, awesome person uh, the truth about their own health. So uh, <laughs> with regards to the consequences of uh, his you know, state of mind, uh, he had some kind of he gave the world a little bit of whiplash yesterday with his oh. uh, takes on debt relief and economic aid for people who are suffering through the depression caused by his handling of the coronavirus. Yeah. And even you have people saying, Hey, you need to stimulate the economy uh, because you know, for all, if so much of it is dependent on consumer spending, uh, I don't know how you think this thing works. It's sort of built this way and it shouldn't be a surprise that it's all happening like this. And he's even, from the beginning, he he wanted to help. He didn't want to help. Then yesterday, or on on Tuesday, just straight up, just saying to you know, Nancy Pelosi is asking for two point four trillion dollars to bail out poorly run, high crime Democrat states. Money that is in no way related to COVID nineteen goes on and on. Saying I am rejecting their request and looking to the future of our country, I have instructed my representatives to stop negotiating until after the election. When immediately after I win. We will pass a major stimulus bill that focuses on hardworking Americans and small business. I have asked and just left this ellipsis. And then the stock market crashed at 400 <laughs> points because they're like, oh, this motherfucker really does not know how any of this works. Like, oh, is that, that what oh. happened? That's why he yeah. came back with the, with the yes. follow up. Okay. You should have seen the graph of the tweet. Like any... You know, obviously, uh, would would be cool to know anything about to be in the high stakes game of the stock market. But like, anyone could watch the the timeline of when the tweet went and it just go and say, "Oh, that's right. That's how that works." Sometimes when the president says, "I am going to let this thing burn," that doesn't actually help. So the Dow crash, and then hours later, he's like. The House and Senate should immediately approve $25 billion for airline payroll support and $135 billion for paycheck protection for small business. I am. Then he also said, uh, if I am sent a standalone bill for stimulus checks, $1,200, they will go out for our great people immediately. I am ready to sign right now. Are you listening, Nancy? And then starts tagging, adding all these people like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi in his tweet. So... You know, everyone's like, bro, this is the only thing that was only not like only 80% fucked up, like the economy, like 20% at least. But every other thing he could try and hang his hand on was like 1 billion percent fucked. So to even go this route, there was so confounding of saying like, why? At first you were trying to play it like it was the Democrats that were holding it up. But then you come out right and saying, nah, man, I'm done with this shit. And then you come back just Amir, it's I don't know. Like I don't. I feel like he would even do this before the COVID too. Like it's just a very you know he's so yeah. short sighted with shit. 
Yeah, everybody was being like, oh, he's being so crazy after the COVID. It's like he was being so crazy <laughs> the whole time. Right. It There's is never been a time when difference. he was like stable, seemed That's stable. True. He just did go from zero, t- like zero tweets for a couple days and being in, you know, Ka- com- like Kanye again. Right. To just. <laughs> I am he's probably. Yo, he will start like tweeting out pages of like top secret documents like fucking Kanye and his record contract. He's like, you want to see? Check this out. <laughs> This is from the CIA. This is the top shit. You ain't going to see this shit anywhere else. Okay, look, Putin. You see, like, it's, I, I actually could see that even happening as well. But, you know, nothing is off the table as it seems because uh, whether it's like just the rampant voter suppression or them saying, like, we're just going to pick our own electors to just, just decide what the election is, there's clearly just the desperation and the willingness to just tear it all down is only becoming more and more and more apparent i think it was apparent to many people years ago but if like at this point you're not seeing it like my god yeah oh my Um, god my god oh god uh i do feel like it's reaching a new level of like people like for instance facebook finally banning QAnon, like for no real re like you know they should have banned them 14 months ago you know or more like two years ago uh but they just did it yesterday i'm wondering if that is them like there just seems to be this like general uh you know consensus that things are moving in the direction of like the democrats winning yeah but who knows man come on can't can't fall for that narrative again no, I know. It I'm hurt just saying too many it times. Seems, it seems it seems like that's the general consensus. But you well, know, as people have pointed out, they like Hillary was winning a lot of these states by more than Biden's winning them at this point in 2016. And also, as I keep saying, we've never had a presidential election where the incumbent was openly willing to cheat and do voter suppression, like on. Wait, what about? That- what about Nixon? Uh, he wasn't willing to openly cheat. He was True. trying to cover it up. <laughs> right. True. This, this is somebody who got impeached for openly, who got caught cheating, and they were like, oh, yeah, I guess you're impeached. Who gives a shit? Um, so it's just a new level where like they they can be masked off and just try and cheat. Wait, what about really, Bush? Uh, which, which Bush? W? W. With the first election? Yeah. Yeah, Wait, when they were like, stop, stop counting. Yeah. yeah, He wasn't incumbent, Molly. Come on. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> Quit trying to Lambertomize me here. This is... You've been Lamberted, bro. Uh, You've been Lambertomized. But I just, I think we're in more danger than, if people are thinking, if Facebook is thinking, wow, you know, it seems like Biden's gonna, gonna win now, so we better start appeasing people and banning <laughs> QAnon like uh we we have yeah we're not out of the woods they're afraid they're gonna get broken up right yeah which uh they should, should absolutely they should be oh of course. everybody yeah. should be able to stop by and just with a pickaxe take a little bit of the headquarters home with you yeah like <laughs> like the, the wall the berlin wall just bring the yeah. wall down <laughs> just go to That's silicon valley idea. Pickaxes, be like, yo, man, I got some of the, t- I got some Twitter servers in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. 
Let's talk Martha McSally really quick because it's an interesting <laughs> uh, look into how normally ride or die Trump supporters are dealing with the lack of popularity he's seeing right now. Yeah, I mean, th- to be a GOP senator or congressperson in any kind of contested district, you're trying to appeal to Trumpers and like non-homicidal undecided voters you are going it's just it's just the hardest act to do because you have to like on one hand not openly say you dislike the president or disagree but also have to kind of be like i'm proud it so in her debate you know she is running a technically in a special election so mark kelly who looks like very quite possibly will be defeating her uh he could actually be seated um before january they had a debate he's much popular than her she's been just doing almost everything she can to like tank her numbers. It's really, it's quite amazing. And in their debate, the moderator asked very clearly, basically saying like, hey, Martha McSally, are you proud of your support for President Trump? Okay, because you come out here all the time being like, uh, we, we, we're looking at the receipts. You say you're, you're proud to support this president. Okay, now with everything here right now at this point, how do you answer this question now? Senator, the question was, are you proud of your support for President Trump? I'm proud to be fighting for Arizona every single day. Is that a yes or a no for President Trump? Putting legislation on President Trump's desk. So you're proud of your support for President Trump? You look at the legislation we put on his desk. It's to cut Arizona taxes. It sounds like she is proud of her support for President Trump. So a couple of things about this clip. First of all, it's taking place in the uh, early 90s based on the video quality. But that's uh, not something people can see. But it's very strange. Uh, that it's taking place in the early 90s. Uh, but that is, I mean, it's yet another political clip that is just Veep quality, uh, <laughs> just bad. Where, like, you cut in and she's, like, talking about taxes, and then he's like, uh, the question, ma'am, was are you <laughs> proud of your support for Donald Trump? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm proud. Uh, proud to be an American. Uh, no, that was not the question. Are you proud? I'm proud to fight for Arizona every day. Are you proud of President Trump about putting proud to put legislation on President Trump? It's, uh, wow. It like, I don't know how you feel like even in you're in the midst of it, like when they finally like the moderator relents, like, okay, well, it sounds like you're proud then because you can't even answer, uh, like that in her mind, she goes, you fucking killed it, Martha. You never miss, baby. They can't nail you down. They got you too slick with it. Like, it, it was the worst shit I've ever... Uh, whatever. It's <laughs> So she is trailing in polls, right? Like, it's not looking good yeah. for her? Right. No, it, it isn't. And then she, like, even in the other debate, she was trying to say that, like, Mark Kelly was attached to this, like, uh, extreme group, like, for, like far-left extremism uh, but it's really like, you know, his wife is Gabby Giffords, who is a congressperson who is shot in um, head, yeah. and in the head. Uh, and she was like attacked at an event. And this is it's a fucking gun control group that she started. And Martha McSally is like saying that when everyone in Arizona knows Gabby Giffords, like it's not that right. It's like some obscure thing. Like so on top of it, it's like well known. So it just continued her just bad uh bad this guy's bad. wife bernie sanders is oh, starting God. some um yeah. bernice anders <laughs> uh yeah that's that's pretty wild um 
it's i i've seen it just like in ambient political ads around california like there's a a uh representative in i think it's like the orange county area but uh she's like be the attack ads against her are showing her like with donald trump and it's like she funneled money to trump and uh it's you know his unpopularity is being used against the the entire party which i don't know i don't know if i can feel confident in that being the prognosis but that that should have been what has been happening all along yeah i mean i don't know if it's sane cuz obviously none of these people are jumping ship on a moral tip right they just right. uh don't want to be stuck on the losing team right right yeah. right do you think like who's going to be the first one to really take the L publicly and really do it like try and do it the right way where they're like, you know, I fucked up, y'all. I should not have been saying all this shit. I it was a mistake. He was a terrible leader. And I really picked party over the country. Everybody. I'm sorry. If but Biden... I'm still racist. Yeah. Uh, if... But I'm just not a Trumper anymore. Right. That's what they've been like already, though, too. The never Trumper people who are like, hey, I'm still a racist who's against abortion, but I hate the tacky decor. Yeah. Those are the opportunistic like lurkers who got out early who are like, oh, right. no, this 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 is like they were smart enough to know what it was going to do. Like, oh, it's going to be hard to keep a job if you, you stood on this one too long. So let me let me be opportunistic now. But I'm curious, like. Do you see like Matt Gates? You know what I mean? Like someone like that, no. like seeing the right. That would be so amazing to see. But then everyone be like, dude, shut up, fool. We are. We saw right through this. Come on now. Don't do all that. Yeah, no, I think some Lindsey of them. Graham probably since he's already been that like at various points. Yeah. And then I think some of them will like hang around for uh, when they, you know, clean up his reputation after he's not president any anymore and give him the old W, give him the old. Can uh, you imagine? What's that oh, going to be like? Remember how silly this man was? He's so silly. He killed a <laughs> ton of people. Right. Got to admit, he was entertaining. That'll be like a take. No, that's 100% right. going to yeah. be what happens. They're going to be like, well, now we can talk about how funny he was now that it's right. not scary anymore. Let's mm -hmm. think of the laughs, though. You know, let's think of all the horrific things we laughed through. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about QAnon. And we're back. And I did want to just check in with QAnon and see how they're dealing with uh, the news of Trump's illness. And mm -hmm. uh, the way they're dealing with it is the way they deal with everything, which is just using it as more confirmation bias, more confirmation of their original theory. So they actually celebrated Trump's illness because, uh, of course, it's not true. When he was first uh, airlifted to the hospital, they saw that as evidence of the coming uh, storm where Trump like separates himself from the people who work in his White House so they can all be like arrested, rounded up, <laughs> executed. Wait, hold on, hold on. So the, that was, you know, they only they medevaced him to the hospital because shit's about to go down and he has to be protected there. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's that's flexibility. Okay. It's all just I'm mass sorry, arrests of deep state enemies. OK, um, OK. 
Some of the evidence for this included a September Q post featuring a Mickey Mouse clock with the little hand on 10 and the big hand on 2, uh, which 10-2 was the date that Trump revealed that he uh, he had tested positive for COVID. Uh, so he was letting him know this is when things are going to start to unfold. Um, and yeah, also, I mean, uh, this is the dead giveaway, of course. He announced that we will get through this together, uh, which QAnoners obviously noticed uh, can be broken up into the words to get her, meaning, of course, Hillary Clinton. So, oh, duh. That's fucking once you ex- once they explain it, it just feels like I feel so dumb for not having seen it. <laughs> yeah, It just makes so much sense. Right. And. He couldn't obviously really be sick because, as everybody in QAnon knows, he had already found the cure for COVID, which is hydroxychloroquine. So his illness must have been a a smokescreen. And they also think that he never went to Walter Reed uh, and used a body double or clone, uh, which some people think is actually his dead brother, Robert. This is like soap opera logic. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... It is basically like people who aren't great writers working together in a writer's room coming up with, uh, you know, plot turns and twists to wrap around uh, whatever is needed to keep the story going. So it is essentially soap soap writing. They got the Westworld people working on it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I didn't see season three. Was season three pretty bad? Yeah, it's pretty bad. But I've been talking about season two. There's a sequel to the movie Westworld called Future World that I really like. Um, I think it's like Peter Fonda stars in it. It's like early 70s. But in Future World, the plot is that they replace all of the politicians on Earth with animatronic doubles. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, clearly we're in a Future World scenario. This is so weird to me. Like... There, again, and you know, I get it. It's like the whole QAnon thing is like if you just fed a bunch of like conspiracies and bad writing to like a machine learning thing and you're like, write a script about this year. Tell us what right. you come up with. Right. Like it's a clone and his dead brother that is what reanimated to move around to look like him. How is no, he never dead- died, Miles. Uh, obviously, he was the, his death was fabricated to uh, shield some sort of undercover. Now it all makes sense because at the time they were like, well, why would his brother be dead? He's obviously invincible and. They're being very secretive about his death. It can't be because uh, his death was indirectly caused by Trump uh, fucking up COVID-19 response. Uh, it must be because uh, there is some some way that it ties in with the coming storm. Okay. And what about the clones? If there's clones, then conceivably there's like uh, like really good organ transplant technology as well. Because if we're whole scale cloning human beings, then... We we must we might also have these other things that could like does that fit into the lore too the the scientific lore of QAnon uh, if they're I mean the clones are more used to own the libs uh, which is the top priority of uh which is the top priority of any government that would be the that would be the outcome yeah and so people have obviously pointed out that Trump's isolation didn't in turn lead to the QAnon storm where he arrests, where there's just like a bloodletting and Obama and Hillary Clinton 
and all the deep staters inside the White House are arrested. Um, but they just kind of awkwardly shoehorn his predictions, uh, the past predictions into future events. Um, so it's not that he's cool. just refusing to, um, yeah. And so he's refusing to denounce the people who think he's pulling a Dave with his deceased sibling. He's actively courting their support. The Trump campaign just released a new online ad in late September claiming that uh, Biden wants to, quote, cancel conspiracy theorists um, and then comedians and then jobs and then music. Uh, So I think, (laughs) you know, so it just gives you stuff to think about. Gives you stuff to think about. Do you think they they self-identify as conspiracy theorists or they're like, we're patriots? Oh, no. They're truth. You know what I mean? Truth. You know what I mean? That's why it's like, it'd be so funny to think like, they're trying to cancel you, the conspiracy theorists. And they're like, hey, we're not conspiracy. It's it's true. Whatever. They don't like your bad ideas. It's just a, um, the, the persuasive logic of that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do a little bit of brain bleach. Um, and brain bleach. Talk- about Nathan Apodaca, uh, aka Dogface420, I think. Yeah, this is the man on the, the longboard with the ocean spray vibes, listening to Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Uh, again, we said it's the the vibe of 2020. It was it's the so, whole ass vibe. So Everyone chill. needed it, and I'm- they talked about how he was like struggling that he was on his longboard because he needed to get his new car. He was, you know, struggling with like where he was living. And I think everybody was like, yo, Ocean Spray needs to fucking do something here. And they did the bare minimum, which was like, here's a car and juice and a new longboard. And then we'll take photos and then we look good. And it only cost us about, uh, let's be real, $20,000 for probably $2 million worth of organic advertising or whatever that shit ended up being. But uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was nice to see him very like stoked because he has like a branded board and just a shitload of juice <laughs> so much a lot of juice. cranberry juice did anybody end up getting cranberry juice after that i was, was already drinking some about? no i i i was like glad to see a fellow traveler in the cranberry juice <laughs> <laughs> i also brother. was like as soon as i saw that video i was like this is in california it felt like it i yeah. thought it was too so i was surprised when it wasn't yeah me too yeah I, just d- Wait, you are on the cran train already? Like just straight yeah. up? Is it a cocktail? Is it mixed? Is it cran grape? Cran raz? I drink, cran I drink what? that that cranberry cocktail. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. You go straight from the uh, container. No, I put it in a cup. No. But I should. Oh. I would go straight from the container. Normalized drinking straight from the container. I'm the main consumer. Uh, yeah, she I don't put know. It in a styrofoam double cup. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> cranberry right. juice is good. Yeah. Possibly underrated. Maybe I'll change hey, my answer. There you go. Also, uh, you know, think about that. Ladies well, my- got to drink it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, anybody yep. with a UTI. All right. Well, Molly, it has been a pleasure having you as always. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, hear you? Thanks for having me, guys. You can find me oh, at the Night Call Podcast uh, on iHeartRadio, along with the Zeit Gang. You can find me on. Molly Lambert on Twitter, and uh, you can find me trying to hang out outside. Hopefully, one day pa- palming a cranberry juice. Maybe I'll learn to longboard. 
Your, your IG stories are like the few that bring me no anxiety. I'm like, oh, oh good. Like Mo- Molly you. outside. I'm like, oh, she's somewhere in the city. Oh, okay. I like that. I like, yeah. I like to think you're out there just kind of vibing with the city all the time. I kind of am like the cranberry juice longboard guy. I just like drive right, around right. and kind of vibe. Sometimes Love I'm listening it. to Fleetwood Mac. Mm. Love it. Uh, and is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Um, I've been enjoying the fake Disneyland Twitter. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like um, the Pirates of the Caribbean are dead. Stuff like that. <laughs> I think, it, is it the same people who do the Jurassic Park one? I don't know. I, I enjoy a lot of parody Twitters. I also really enjoyed the LAPD parody Twitter before I think it got uh, got. got. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray on occasion, and also the other podcast, Four Twenty Day Fiance. Or you know, I'm talking about Ninety Day Fiance, getting getting the goods on that show. Uh, let's see, is there a tweet I like? Have I been on there? Um, yes. I'll just go to Reductress and see what what they're tweeting about over there because I like this one straight off the rip. I see at Reductress, existential crisis now factored into morning routine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In some way, that's so true. Whether I'm like trying to, it's like, no, I will meditate, but I do that to parse through the thoughts of the day. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Uh, Scarecrow tweeted, Muppets have front-facing eyes and are therefore predators. And... Eli, Jazz in My Pants tweeted, the song You Had a Bad Day was so ahead of its time. Um, (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on Miles. What are we riding out on? This is a track by Collard, like C-O-L-L-A-R-D, and the track is called Greyhound, and it's just got that like future funky vibe I like with like nice falsetto singing. It's kind of if you like Steve Lacey, you'll probably dig this track because it's it's just upbeat, and that's what you need. Uh, so you know if you got your longboard or your uniwheel or your bird scooter or whatever, go grab you some fruit juice cocktail and vibe out to this one. All right, we're going to ride out on that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye.